So back when I was about four years old, I got into a fight with my mom. I'd like to be able to tell you what that fight was about, um, but neither of us can begin to remember. It's just, it's just lost. But at the time, it must have been a really, really big deal because I resolved in my heart after that fight was over that I was going to run away. <laughs> and so I packed up a little bag and in my mind's eye, it was one of those, you know, bandanas tied to the end of a stick, you know, and I must have headed out, you know, but there's no way it could have been that. I just, uh, there's no way I could have built that. But in any case, I do remember what I put in the bag. I gathered up the essentials. I gathered up graham crackers. I gathered up a stuffed animal. And of course, my absolutely essential and favorite blanket. And with that, I headed out the door, never even beginning to look back. And I went on. I ventured out into the great unknown for what must have seemed like miles, <laughs> though my mother insists that I never even crossed the street. <laughs> but what I do remember vividly is our little red Dotson pulling up in front of me, and my mother stepping out of the car with this look of panic on her face. As a parent now, I can only imagine what must have gone through her heart when she discovered me gone and having wandered off. And I'd like to be able to tell you that that was the, the last time that I made my mother's life hard. <laughs> and of course, you know, I was just getting started. Um, <laughs> was a whole lot more to put up with in the years to come. Anyway, all of this goes a long way of saying, Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> and so, Happy Mother's Day to you all, uh, and especially to all the moms. Um, and as you all know, Today is a day for honoring mothers and giving thanks for all of them and for all that they do and all that they have done for us. And if you are a mother, then today is a day to be celebrated and to be thanked. This is a day for joy and for celebration, at least it is intended to be. And so I rejoice with all of you who are celebrating today. But let's also admit that it is a complicated day because motherhood is complicated. For many, this is, can be a difficult day. For those whose mothers have died, this can be a day filled with grief as the feelings of loss become acute. Or for those who have longed to be mothers but have not yet or will not get a chance to be mothers, then today can be a day of broken dreams and dashed hopes. And for others, well, not everyone has had a mother who was commendable, where there has been abuse or addiction or severe mental illness, this, then this can be a day of, of real swirling emotions. And I feel like I would be remiss if I also didn't mention those families that are broken through outside forces. 
I'm thinking of mothers separated from their children because of war, or because of incarceration, or because of poverty, or immigration status. It is important for us, I think, to remind our leaders that that family is a sacred bond that, that must never be flippantly or cruelly severed for some sort of policy agenda. In some sense, Mother's Day and, and Father's Day too next month, but, but Mother's Day is really a day about the human condition. For today is a day for beauty and for joy, but, but also a day that maybe is involved with grief and loss. Today, it is fitting to celebrate, but perhaps also fitting to recognize shortcomings. Today, we might need to take stock of all of the lost potential, while at the same time also giving thanks simply for what is. And today is a day to remember that all of this this fractured beauty that is our lives is held in the hands of God, who we might say is indeed our true mother. Now, while some modern thinkers have come to speak of God in this way, it's, it's not just something that is a recent innovation. Speaking of God as mother is, in fact, a reclaiming of a lost past. Certainly, the Bible occasionally uses images to describe God as mother. And in the medieval period, many theologians and mystics spoke of God as mother. So, for instance, Julian of Norwich, that that great 14th century English mystic and anchorite, wrote a piece that has come to find its place in some of the Episcopal Church's supplemental liturgy as a, as a canticle to be said or to be sung with morning or evening prayer. The canticle is titled, A Song of True Motherhood, and it speaks of God and of Jesus as our mother, even referring to Jesus as our true mother, who bears us for joy an endless life. And so, with your permission, I want to I read this, that, this canticle this morning. It goes like this. God chose to be our mother in all things, and so made the foundation of his work most humbly and most pure in the virgin's womb. God, the perfect wisdom of all, arrayed himself in this humble place, Christ came in our poor flesh to share a mother's care. Our mothers bear us for pain and for death. Our true mother, Jesus, bears us for joy and endless life. Christ carried us within him in love and travail until the full time of his passion. And when all was completed and he had carried us so for joy, still all this could not satisfy the power of his wonderful love. All that we owe is redeemed in truly loving God. For the love of Christ works in us, 
Christ is the one in whom we love. That provocative piece from the 14th century. There's, a, there's another canticle in the church's supplemental liturgy that also plays with this image of Christ as mother. It is from a, a prominent Archbishop of Canterbury from the 11th century, Anselm. Um, the canticle is entitled, A Song of Christ's Goodness, and it begins, Jesus, as a mother you gather your people to you. You are gentle with us as a mother with her children. The canticle then goes on to speak of Jesus weeping for us in our sins and drawing us away from hatred. It speaks of Jesus comforting us in our sorrow and binding up our wounds. All of today's readings also sort of point to God's motherly care. In that reading from Acts, we see God raising up um, a, a community of witnesses who will bear witness to um, the resurrection, raising up Matthias to join the other 11. In the psalm, we see this beautiful image of God providing for us a way to live that will draw us into true life and into true joy. And in today's gospel, we see God's true motherly care in Christ and in God. In the gospel, Jesus prays for his disciples. Now, the scene itself is the night of the Last Supper. It happens just before Jesus heads off to the Garden of Gethsemane and is arrested. But the reality of is that that prayer that Jesus says and prays could have been said almost any time. It could have been Jesus' prayer after the resurrection. It could have been Jesus' prayer after the ascension. It could even be Jesus' prayer for us now. In the prayer, Jesus give thanks, gives thanks for these disciples. He prays for their protection and well-being. He lays forth his real concern and love, care and regard for his friends and his followers. And in doing so, Jesus draws these friends into an eternal dynamic that is the divine life of the Holy Trinity. Jesus places them and us within the eternal and loving gaze of God. And in doing so, assures us of God's ever-abiding faithfulness and love. So it's fitting and right on this Mother's Day to remember that God is our source and our beginning, that God is the one in whom we live and move and have our being. It is fitting for us to remember that, that God loves us so much that God will never abandon us and that God watches over us, no matter what, come what may. And in the last, God welcomes us home to be with God. For indeed, God does love us as a mother, as a true mother, 
And so happy Mother's Day. Amen.